Hello, and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite shows. We're your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always... He, he has promised that we will discuss no baseball this episode. <laughs> it is Zachary I did no such thing. Zachary. Zach, no, listen, no. we lost, uh, we don't actually know this for sure, but we lost at least 95% of our audience uh, with all the baseball talk last week. Uh, I have no proof of that considering that episode is yet to release, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume. Uh, you, on the other hand, have decided to go full, like... Mustache, like you're a 17 year old about trying to be signed as a relief pitcher. Mustache oh, yeah. uh, out here. What what is what is happening? What is happening right now? Just uh, I just I just felt it, you know. Yeah, I love. I it. just felt it. I just you felt it. Thanks. Truly pal. embracing your your inner Mexican. My shitty stash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's. <laughs> Please keep doing that. Just just occasionally for the rest of the episode. Just every couple minutes give me a little a little I need mustache. a I need a cue on screen yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to remind I'll, me. I'll try to remind you. How are you doing this week, pal? Then don't talk uh, about baseball. Do not uh, talk about Okay, baseball. I am doing very good, Scott. How Excellent. are you? Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> What's baseball? I couldn't even know what it was. I couldn't even know what it was either. What did you even say? I that don't make listen. Sense. I was really I said it and then I was like, don't call me on this. Don't call me on this one. <laughs> hey, Damn so you. speaking of not baseball. Yes, of course. Speaking uh not baseball. You saw that video of that kid doing the bat flip in the front yard. I literally sent that to you. And this is not speaking of not baseball. <laughs> I mean, it's a kid. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. True. It's not it's like major league baseball. There's no baseball That's in the video. True. Actually. Just a bat. True. 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 You sent that video? Yes, I literally. I was the one that sent it to you. I. I You're an idiot. It I doesn't matter. A kid clonks himself in the head <laughs> with a bat, and it makes a real good. I feel like that sound Dunk. had to be added in. It's too perfect of a know, sound. Man. That's that's a good. I, I think that I think that sounds legit. It's, it's pretty good. It's very it very funny. It's very funny. Uh, is that is that all you've been doing non baseball related this week? Um, <laughs> yeah, since, man. I mean, since we still, last recorded a whole week ago, aside from whole, shaving and yeah, I mean, yeah. I've had look in that whole week, I had time to shave. Yeah, yeah, so sh- much time. Yep. G- grow out the st- thank you yes thank you. I, appreciate, I appreciate the commitment let's uh, see if you can keep it up yeah it's uh yeah how are you doing this week man uh, just phenomenal just so phenomenal yeah uh, yeah i can't even express we uh you. we we played super smash brothers the other night oh we, we did fucking time that was a great that was a great time when we get uh the boys all together and just do some shenanigans on smash it's it's a good time yeah uh, i got a little to- drunk we like to smash got, with got, the boys. Like, I got you know pretty drunk. I mean. You did get pretty drunk. You you were I knew how drunk you were when you were on my team and you were just <laughs> so useless. Just absolutely garbage useless. Yeah. Um I feel like I, I distinctly remember me yelling grapple like over and over again. <laughs> 
<laughs> you had a real moment of panic where you were like so far ahead and then you started to lose it and you just panicked and started screaming grapple uh and ju- you lost you lost big time uh, we should start uh uh streaming our smash shenanigans probably not but <laughs> yeah probably not but listen uh i'm pretty it's sure we get banned for smashing with the boys if you know what i mean <laughs> always dude always always i love a good smash with the boys uh speaking of nah that doesn't work nah. uh, the ghost of Aaron Hall. Speaking of smashing with the boys. Speaking of that, uh, we're talking Game of Thrones episode 15, The Ghost of Harrenhal. Finally, a good, is this our first good name? God damn it. Is this our first good named episode of this season? Because I feel like uh, all the names yeah, of these episodes th- have these been trash. episode names have been rough. Yeah. Yeah, who's not, naming not these episodes? Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're back. We're talking Game of Thrones. We're talking The Ghost of Heron Hall, episode five of season two. Hell yeah. Or episode 15 of the Game of Thrones series That's of our podcast. That's what we have on the screen here. So let's it's assume. Right there on the screen. Let's right assume. there on the Spotify, yeah. Apple, whatever the fuck you're listening or watching on. Let's let's hope that's correct. Uh, are you ready to jump in here, brother? Yeah, man. Why don't you Why don't you kick us off? Okay, I wonder what surprises Zach has hidden for me this week in this week's recap. I mean, hey. We're about to find out. Uh, We begin with negotiations between our girl Kat and Renly when they are very rudely interrupted by Melisandre's (laughs) shadow shit baby thing. Why is it a shit baby I mean, just cuz. Look at that thing, dude. Fair enough. Shadow shit baby thing. <laughs> it puts a shadow dagger through Renly's heart. Lots of shadows going on. Uh, Yugi would love this episode. <laughs> Yugi! <laughs> Send you to the Shadow Realm! Uh, Littlefinger advises Loras and Marjorie to go back to Highgarden. We learn of Marjorie's ambitions to be the queen. Not just a queen, the queen. Uh, with Renly's bannerman flocking to Stannis, he will have the advantage in numbers, and Cersei throws a temper tantrum with Tyrion as he tries to discuss siege preparations. Tyrion learns from, uh, not Loris. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. But, uh, uh, yeah. Lancel. Yeah, Tyrion. a.k.a. <laughs> a.k.a. Wish. Let's just name Jamie. him a.k.a. <laughs> a.k.a. All right. Diet Jamie, uh, Lancel, that Cersei and Chaff plan on utilizing a massive cache of wildfire. There are hundreds of pots stored beneath the city, and they are making more. In the Stormlands, Davos tries to tell Stannis about what he saw in the cave, Shadow Shit Babies. Uh, <laughs> Davos is charged with leading the fleet into battle at Blackwater Bay. At the Iron Islands, Theon learns the hard way. He needs to earn the respect of the men he's expected to lead. Uh, Yara yet again dunks on his ass, and he set out with his first mate, Dagger Cleftjaw. No, no, his his name's uh, Dagmer. I think that was. It is, yeah, it's Dagmer. I sh- I thought you were trying to make some kind of a joke there. No, it's not a joke. Good. It's just autocorrect and and trying to fly through these notes. Good old Dagger Cleftjaw, Dagmer Cleftjaw. Dagmer's uh, a cool fucking name. Dagmer is a solid name. Dagger might be name. cooler though. Uh, meanwhile, Arya sits in as cupbearer. On Tywin's war meetings, 
Uh, Tywin shows a great deal of humility as he acknowledges how they have underestimated Rob Stark. He then questions Arya in front of his war council about where she is from and what they say of Rob in, quote, the North. I don't know why I did that. There's no quotes. While Arya is fetching water, uh, she runs across our boy, Jack and Hagar, where he explains an unspoken contract of owing three deaths to the Red God for Arya saving himself and the other two he was with. Uh, He says death wants them back. Arya is awarded three names, and Jack and Hagar will kill whoever she says. The show could have been over. It could, yeah. <laughs> Let's just be Listen, real here, man. Listen, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Arya <laughs> and her decisions. Uh, is north this of the wall. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Look alive. Ignacio. Ignacio. You have a real um, Ignacio vibe mustache going on right now. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to do it slower every hey, time. No, please don't. <laughs> You're dragging out my son. <laughs> our audio listeners no, probably they hate, hate us so much. They hate us. Oh, man. Okay, north of the wall. The great ranging party reaches the fists. In my ass of the first man. It's just fist. There's only one singular, first of all. I, I'm pretty sure I have multiple fists. <laughs> true! Big true! <laughs> Big true! Oh, shit, dude. Shit. Okay. <clears throat> we are they reached the, the fist of the first men, an ancient mountain range. Oh. <sighs> And Dolores Ed is very excited about it. Aunt Dolores Ed? It's Dolores Ed. Dolores. Dude, autocorrect, bro. Good old Aunt Dolores Ed. <laughs> Shit. They're like a two-year-old wrote these notes. Oh, fuck me, dude. Um, Dolores Jesus Christ. He's so excited about it. He's so <laughs> they excited. are also joined by Corn Halfhand and his own ranging party. Mm-hmm. Tyrion and Bronn talk some shit to the Pyromancer, and they are shown the stores of wildfire. Tyrion has uh, seemed to have come up with a plan as he instructs the Pyromancer that he will be making wildfire for him now and no longer for Cersei. Danny decides what dress to wear. And that's about it. And then we can just leave the East. <laughs> I, if only. I wish. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's a bit more East in this episode that I, that I prefer. Um, okay. So she decides what, what dress to wear, and she mingles at some type of, like, Carthian market. I or think it's a party, dude. A party, yeah. whatever it is, uh, where she is visited by one Piat Pre, hmm. a warlock who makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> True. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Jorah speaks with a masked woman who is very seemingly important. Okay, don't don't go down this road. <laughs> don't go down this road with me. Don't, let's... Uh, good old Duck Sauce proposes a marriage to Danny and promises to give her half of his wealth to buy ships, armies, and horses to cross the sea. Danny is considering this and argues with Jorah when he advises her against it. 
Kat and Brienne share the road back to Rob's camp, and Kat consoles Brienne for Renly's death. Brienne then just basically is a hood hopper and just like wants to serve anybody always. So, like, I don't know how long she's even known Kat. Didn't seem like she liked her at first, and now she's like, Yo, I'll die for you. Her and Kat are best of friends. I don't they're know what fucking, you're about. They're, they're like this, they're bro. They're old mates from way back. Way they're, back. Yeah. They're like this, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus, man. So yeah, Bran <laughs> swears her sword uh, to Kat, and Kat accepts. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Winterfell, Bran receives word that uh, Torn Square is under siege from none other than, well, obviously he doesn't know this, but Theon Greyjoy. Spoilers! God. I mean, they talked about it in this episode. What are you talking about? It's true. Oh, in last episode, excuse me. Uh, (laughs) One of them episodes. One of these episodes that we talked about today. I mean, last week. It is this episode. (laughs) It is this episode. Okay. (laughs) He allows Sir Roderick Uh, to take 200 men to battle there, leaving Winterfell severely undermanned. Bran tells Osha he dreamt of the ocean crashing against the walls of Winterfell and flooding Winterfell. What could that possibly mean? What could it mean? Mm-hmm. North of the Wall, Corrin Halfhand plans to take a camp of wildlings and then sneak in to kill Mance Raider. Jon requests to join him and is granted that request. So he goes <laughs> off with, uh, with Corrin. Buttersmooth. 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 At Hall, the first man that Arya names, quote, the Tickler, uh, one of the men who was torturing torture, the torturer, basically the torturer, right? Uh, falls to his death, and Arya looks up to see one Jack and Hagar looking down at her, the smug ass face. Tear. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, so sad. Did he fall to his death, or did the fact that his head was twisted completely around uh, <laughs> have something to do with his death? Maybe? I mean. Who could the say world may what never actually know. killed him? Yeah, we'll, the world we'll may never, never know. know. There's no, there's no uh, coroners uh, in the Game of Thrones universe. I don't think so. We'll never know what actually. There is one Corin half hanners. Oh, the transitions. Why don't we? Do, why don't we just start there? Why don't we start in the north? Uh, yeah. So because I was we, a big uh, hater of John's storyline last yeah, week. Yeah, we we have a big uh, we have a big new introduction. Yeah. Um. Corn Halfhand. Uh, Who gets the dude is a legend. Some big pub. Yeah, he gets some big buildup. Uh, even like Lord Commander Mormont is like, yeah, this dude's got a... <laughs> this dude has a giant dick uh, and balls and he's pretty And half cool. a hand. And half a hand. Uh, he tells John like, yeah, everything you've heard about him is true. Actually, no, it's it's even more crazier than what you've been told. Uh, yeah, and he wants to basically, I, I gotta be honest, I don't fully agree with his logic. He basically tells, uh, Jorah, he's like, oh, well, Mance Raider used to be one of us, a one brother of, of the us. Night's Watch. Yeah, so I, he's, I, I took problem with this. He's, thing. he's teaching the wildlings how to be more like us, so we have to be more like them. And I'm like, I don't know if that logic tracks. It doesn't, because... The Night's Watch have always won. Yeah, so it super doesn't track. I I am on board with what he followed up with of being like, hey, if 
Uh, the theory is sound in that, like, if he has gathered all the wildlings, it doesn't really matter what the Black Brothers do. Like, they probably can't stop that many right. wildlings. So the right. idea of assassinating uh, Mance Raider to scatter them to the winds is a solid plan. Yes. Uh, it was his rationale for leading up to it that I was just like, what? That doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, so Corrin. Why... Why... What... Who... Who is Corn Hammer? Like, why is he such a big deal? So he's uh, from the Shadow Tower. I don't think he's the commander of the Shadow Tower. I think there's somebody else. But yeah, he's he's basically just like, like a the living... head ranger of the Shadow Tower. Yeah, I think that's what he is. That's that's probably exactly what he is. Like, he's like the Benjen Stark of the Shadow Tower. Uh, kind of a living legend. Um, he's done all this crazy stuff that John and Mormont discuss a little bit. Which for for our for our peeps who are a little bit newer to this world or who don't know where everything's at, the Shadow Tower is the farthest yes. west. Correct. Uh, there are only uh, three there are only three manned, currently manned forts on the wall. There's the furthest west one, which is the Actually Shadow I Tower. take that back. Well, it's the furthest manned one, furthest west. I think there is one actually further west than the Shadow Tower. But it's unmanned. Um, the Shadow Tower in the west, Castle Black in the middle, more or less, and East Watch by the Sea all the way to the east. Which is where Jano Slint was sent, by the Correct. way, for, for reference. Um, and to this point, we've basically only seen Castle Black. So now we're seeing some men from the Shadow Tower and Corrin. I believe you're correct. I believe he is their first ranger. Uh, and yeah, he's a living legend. He basically comes to Mormont with this plan of like, yeah, I'm just, uh, we should just go assassinate, uh, you know, Mance Raider. Uh, they will be leaderless, scattered without him, and we'll be fine. Solid plan. John volunteers to go with them. And big ups, big shouts to my boy Sam, who volunteers <laughs> to take over his duties. Uh, I feel like he knows that John told him several times, like, all I ever wanted was to be a ranger. And yeah. Sam's like, listen, dude, I'll I'll take your duties so you can go live your dream, buddy. Um, so, yeah, that that will obviously be big going forward. Uh, <laughs> the other stuff up north is kind of just there, there's some fun banter between like Gren and Ed and Sam. Uh, Sam is totally head over heels in love with Gilly. And Ed is just so not having it. What does he say? Yeah, something, dude, it's... something to the effect of like, "There's nothing more more irritating than a man in love," or something like that. Right. I mean, like being in love is one thing, but like Sam is just on a whole other level, man. Well, let's be real. It's from everything Sam has told us, and the what we know of Sam. This is probably like this is like his first crush, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, so he is, he is a little bit head over heels, but I, I love Sam so much. And that's about it in the North because it. it still hasn't gotten good yet. It's still just like, whatever. Yeah. I, I called it out last week of like, I don't think John's storyline is super interesting and I yeah. like this episode a lot, but this and the stuff in the East, I'm still just like, eh. Yeah. Eh. So yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's move on. Uh, what do you want to uh, hit next? Let's go. Let's go to Cat <clears throat> Renly. Th that whole shadow okay. ship. Oh baby. yeah, yeah, shadow ship baby. Yeah, yeah. So, <sighs> poor Renly. You know they're they're in the middle of this negotiation, right? On on if if Renly wins the crown, will he 
recognize the Norse as its own kind of like sovereign deal. Right. Uh, Which and, basically is no. <laughs> yeah, Renly's like, Basically, nah. it's like, your son can keep his title, but it's going to be meaningless. I still want his full fealty. To as me. long as he comes to swear fealty, and then she's yeah. like, you know, Kat rightfully is like, and, and what fealty, you know, what oaths right. would that be? And he's like, the same oaths that Ned, you know, that your husband said to, to Robert. So he will, Rob would basically be the warden of the north for uh, Renly, but it would just have a different title. He would right. not really be a king in truth. Renly would be king. Yeah. And so um, I, you know, I, I had to, I didn't remember while I was watching it, but there, there was a point that I was like, Cat, Cat can't make this agreement for him, right? Like this is like, this is, these, this is just terms right. that she's going to deliver. And then, you know, he clarifies, he's like, send yeah. your term or send mm-hmm. these terms to, to your son. Uh, and I was like, okay. Cause like, I I would love to see how that turns out. Yeah. Know? Like, I, I had the thought of watching this, like, it's, you know, playing the what-if game is a dangerous thing, but, like... Sure. If Renly hadn't been killed by the Shadow Shit Baby, like, how different this story, you know, could have turned out. Like, because I'm yeah. on, you know, I'm on record as being fairly pro-Renly. Like, I... He's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but of the players, like, kind of in the game, I feel like he would have been one of the better options we have for King. For this. I think it would be, and, like, I don't know that you, we could even put Rob in that conversation because Rob doesn't want Rob to doesn't be want to be, yeah. Rob doesn't want to be King, sit the Iron Throne. I would say of all the people who are claiming themselves a King, yeah. I think Rob would be the best one. Rob then, or, oh, 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 I see what you're saying. And then probably Renly. see, yeah, that, that's the thing though is Rob does not want to sit the Iron Throne. Sure, I, right. I, I probably agree with you, Renly. You know, people love him. He's very charismatic, and from what we saw of him, he seems to care more for like governance and about people than Robert did. Which that was Robert's right. downfall. Is Robert just kind of like bankrupted the realm because he liked to drink and whore and all that stuff, and right. that wasn't really Renly's game. So I do think Renly could have been a very good king. Um, like I said, the, the what if game is dangerous, uh, a dangerous road to go down, but I do think about that sometimes like, man, things could have gone so yeah. differently if, you know, demon shadow magic had not been involved, but, uh, that's kind of moot because it was, and now all of Renly's bannermen minus the Tyrells, which is a very important point, uh, are now on the side of Stannis. They're big flip floppers. They're just like. Oh shit, Renly's dead. Hey Stannis, buddy! <laughs> you wanna you wanna go get a soda or something? <laughs> um you know what's funny is like spe- speaking of of Robert just kind of like only oh. really caring about wine and whoring. Blackberry jam. Yeah. Um pour one out for my Yeah, guy. yeah. Uh so Amanda has been watching the show. And um kind of like she's way behind she's actually watching at the same pace as our release gotcha 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 um and uh so she just watched episode uh five okay where you get that epic scene between uh uh bobby b and cersei yeah yeah yeah. and she's like what do you want and he just like tips the glass of wine and she's like (sighs) 
It's like, dude, yeah, you're dude. you're so on brand, Bobby. He is. He is. He is. On brand is the perfect way to describe it. Like he is what he claims to be, and nothing oh, yeah. more. Yeah, uh, yeah. Man, that's a good scene. Shit. Yeah, it is, dude. That's one of the so ones good. that you nominated, right? Yes, it is. Or yeah, that we both sure. nominated, I think. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, I have another nomination this episode. I don't know if we want to get to it now or we can come back um, to it later. Well, hold on. We're not done with the storm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm very excited about this scene. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I know because I have a star I, next to it. I think you know exactly this scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, Renly's dead. Yeah. Brienne and Cat freak out. Yeah. Um, people think that it was Brienne or Cat. Or both. Yeah. Uh, and they flee. Yep. Uh, the only thing that is left to be done, they flee. And uh, they are heading back to King Rob's, Rob's camp. camp. Yeah. camp. It, I have a quick note about that scene. The Brienne swearing her loyalty to Catelyn. I hate it. Did that? Okay. Okay. It wasn't just me. Dude. Um. It seems Brienne so is maybe awkward. the most cringe character in this show. I think. I I'm 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 trying to be like as positive as possible. Like, and I I don't want to call out this. Just it's just gonna seem like more cat hate. But like that scene seemed so fake and forced. Like even just the acting. Yeah. And maybe maybe that's compounded by the fact is that. This is happens to be in the same episode where we get a fucking masterclass in acting. Right, right, right. But that scene was just kind of yeah. bad. And you know, it's, it is. I have to admit, I think it is a little bit rough because I, I, I think, um, what's her name? It's uh, Gwendolyn Christie, right? Yeah, Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. Um, I do actually think that she's good, and she does have some shining moments in this series. Yes, later, um, for sure. And you're right, man. I don't know if it's maybe just the combination with with Catelyn. I I don't know the actress's name, um, but it is. The scene was it's, rough. It's rough. Yeah, that stuck it's out the to fake me. Fakest shit. Like like that. Like I I've seen a better performance at a Ren Fair, dude. You love bringing up Ren Fairs, bro. I that mean, was uh very like a local theater uh production quality. Yeah, it was kind of bad. Yeah, it was. It was kind of bad. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, uh, I love Davos. Uh, just gonna ride the Davos love train a little bit more. He calls out Stan. He is Stannis's man so through and through. But as I have the line here, and I want to say it. Uh, do it some justice, Scotty. Yes. Uh. He says, because he's calling out Stannis, and Stannis is like, I told you we weren't going to talk about this. God damn it. Uh, I thought you were my loyal man, blah, blah, blah. Stannis is like, why are you badgering me about all this stuff? And Davos hits him with the loyal service means telling hard truths. And that is just Davos's character. It's a hell of a line. It's a hell of a line, and that is just the purest distillation of who Davos is. Like, yeah. he is so loyal but he will speak his mind he will speak the truth he will tell you like it is uh he is the best and now he's an admiral you know uh he's giving stannis all this shit and but stannis listens to him he's not gonna take mel with him to the battle uh and then he's also like oh by the way you're gonna lead our attack into blackwater bay and uh stannis to his credit hits him back with the the solid line of 
hard truths cut both ways, Sadamus. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. So um, it, it's a hell of a scene, and I don't... I feel like at, at times I, I feel like oh. I don't like uh, the guy that plays Stannis. I don't know his name. Oh, I should um, know it. <sighs> I feel like I don't like his acting, but I have to remind myself he's doing a very good job. I think of he does a Stannis. Great job of I, who so Stannis I think it's just is, Stannis yeah. overall that I don't find too interesting. But when we have scenes like this where where he's contrasted by somebody like Davos, it yeah. makes for a really really good scene. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, look, th- this is not the scene that we want to nominate. Uh, no. In this episode, I guess I mean obviously I'm, I'm speaking for you, but Stephen Delaney, I think, is what it is. Stephen Delaney, okay, yeah, no, 100. Um, percent I like the scene. I love Davos, but no, this this isn't the scene. <laughs> even how good this scene is, yes, it's still it's still not it's not the just one. soft. Do yeah. do we save do we save the scene to oh, the end? Do we keep teasing it, or you want to? Just... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like uh, right. it's like edging. Oh you know? boy, I love a good edge. Uh... <laughs> So shall we let's let's touch on the Iron Islands thing uh. here because that shouldn't take long. Um Theon is a total asshole. We know this, we've talked about this. I hate the character. But I still kind of can't help but feel bad for him sometimes. Yeah. Like his sister is such an unnecessary dick to him here. It's like she just crawls yeah. out of nowhere to shit all over him for just I guess I shouldn't say no reason because he was a total asshole to her first. But yeah, it just I mean, he seems, groped her shit. Yeah, man. no, I, I guess I'm defeating my own argument as I say it here. It just seems so uncalled for here. He's already just been humiliated about a thousand times since coming back to the Iron Islands, and she's just piling on. Um, but he has a kernel of a plan here with his boy Dagger. Uh. And and we we shall see where that leads. Obviously, they're attacking Torn Square. Uh, so good on him for trying to make some moves. But uh, he sucks. He does suck. I don't like Yara either, though. So yeah, I don't like Yara. Um, I th- like there was a there was a time when I was watching the show where I thought I wanted to like Yara. Yeah. But uh, nah, nah, she sucks. Agreed. She's a dick. I do like Dagmar though. Dagmar's cool. Cool name. Uh, he's got just a kind of a cool swarthy look to him too. Like, yeah, I think that guy fits swarly, his... swarly, <laughs> swarly, swarls Barkley. Uh, you want to hit uh, Winterfell, King's Landing, or let's see what else do we have. Um, why don't we hit Winterfell since we're talking about Torn Square? Okay, I mean it's a not, quick one. Yeah, not a lot. There. Quick one. Oh, quick one. <laughs> oh Bobby B. Uh so the main thing here is I guess just Brand's continuing kind of prophecy dreams, yeah. Yes. Um I love how Osha calls him on the fact that it's like you told me you didn't dream, you little shit. Now who's right. the liar? Uh which is pretty good. Um mm. I guess there's not much else there. I but, mean so, so th- there is something to be said, I think. Um this the the show does a decent job at it, but the series as a whole, like including the books, uh, dreams are incredibly important. Yeah. Oh, super so. Yeah. Um, and 
obviously, I mean, like when it's when it's put on screen, it's kind of a more in your face, like, hey, look at me, this is important. Yeah. Um, but reading the books, there, there's just so much real. I mean, symbolism. We are not a like, book podcast, like you know, yeah. like we we don't want to be com- comparing all the time. But I I just have to give it some props because it's done so. I mean intricate and beautifully really mm-hmm. i feel like in all the dreams there's so yeah. many things that you can dissect and be like oh, i think this might mean this i think this might mean this and um, yeah it's it would be tough to like and we i think we've also mentioned this before but as well done as the books do it you cannot really adapt what's in the book one-to-one in the show either because right. it would because it's a visual medium it would be obvious of what they're you know portraying right. basically so I think they do a pretty good job walking that line of, hey, letting us know, hey, dreams are important. They have meaning in this world. Here's some teases about what they could mean while not just like showing us, hey, this is what's going to happen. So because that is a difficult line to walk. Definitely. So. Definitely. Uh, um, let's hit the east yeah, let's... real quick, I guess. <sighs> okay. Before we move to King's Landing, we're just there going par- to- There's a party. There's a party in car. No, I thought they were at a market. Uh, party market. <laughs> it's the market Let's party. Go to the party, you know? market, bro. Yeah. Um. Look, Danny exists. Danny has some really big inner turmoil about choosing this dress. Um. It's <laughs> it's a assholes. To Danny. It's a big deal. She's got it. She's got a. <laughs> Pick a dress that's for a princess, but no, she's a Khaleesi. Can she wear this or not? Oh, that scene is so, that I cannot stand that handmaiden. Why is that handmaiden such a just like she's not a princess, she's a Khaleesi. She's not a princess, she's a Khaleesi. God, <laughs> go away. You Bro. are so lame. Bro, she Jesus. Sucks, dude. Yeah, the other one is like so hot and like cool. Um, Oh, look, isn't he so cute? He's the richest man in Christ. She's just doing, like, normal girl talk stuff. Yeah. And she's not a guy. She's a guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, go away. You yeah. are so yeah, yeah. annoying. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> there was one thing I did. I did one part I do really like in the East. I will try and give praise oh. where I do. Uh, is when the the two Dothraki dudes are talking about stealing that <laughs> statue, and just the way that Sir Jorah like delivers his lines here is like so funny. Where he's like, uh, Malacco says it is too heavy to carry. Cavaro says Malacco is an idiot. <laughs> and it's just like the way that Sir Jorah delivers those lines is very funny, very good. So and then good for him, M- Malacco or whatever his name is, uh, walking away and taking yeah, the drink takes and like the cup. <laughs> Oh hell yeah! It throws the the wine out and like free uh, cup? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah. Um. So look, there, th- <sighs> yeah. this is a real thing. I mean, because I mean, we we do have to talk about the it. The pirate priest stuff the show, is important. We talk. Yeah, we got to talk about this. So, yeah. Mister Duck Sauce, um, he he proposes a marriage for power, right? He's he's like, yeah. look, I this isn't about love, right? I already you know, married I, once for love. Fuck that shit. Yeah, th- this is simply status. This yeah. is simply power. You need what I can offer. I want what you can offer. Let's make this happen, you know, and you'll get everything that's in my vault. This mm-hmm. is the equivalent of, like, a dude on Tinder being like, 
look, I have a huge dick. I swear. I, swear. I fucking swear. Yeah, basically, uh-huh. yeah. 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 And I'll give you half of it because that's all you can take. <laughs> but it's locked behind the zipper. It's locked. It's locked. It's locked. You got. You got to marry me first. You got to marry me first before no one. All the locksmiths can't open this zipper. It's a fancy <laughs> Italian-made zipper. <laughs> This metaphor is falling apart. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a full, truly for power, he says, like, yeah, we're prince and princesses, you have dragons, I've got wealth, let's let's do this shit. And uh, uh, she she genuinely, um, and I think... She's genuinely think considering it. Yeah. I think rightfully so. I mean, I think this is, this is a lot to be offered. Right. Um, she's considering it, and... Um, you know, so she, Jorah's course, like... This is bad. Bad idea. Don't like it. Can't trust him. And this might be one of the only times that I I do teeter on that line. Like, obviously, we have have the perspective of hindsight. Right, right, right. Foreknowledge. um, But in that moment, I mean, that's... That marriage seems like a small price to pay. True. To get all this that she's like, "This this is all I ever wanted, which... Right. That's a whole other story, but it's all she's ever wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and apparently, th- she believes this to be a true offering. Um, I think the biggest thing, though, is just, like, Sejora is more just, like, preaching caution. Yes. And, yes, probably part of it is that he is definitely in love with her, and he doesn't want her to marry, you know, someone else. <laughs> He thinks thinks he's still got a shot. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes when I look at you, I I don't believe that you're real. God damn it, Jorah, dude. Bro, come on, dude. Listen, if if you're going to just be cringe like that, just go all the way. Shoot your shot like Littlefinger did. You might as well just shoot your shot right then and there, but he doesn't. Dude, I know that Drogo's dead, but like, (laughs) hey, right here. I'm right here. Literally a perfect analogy. Littlefinger shot his shot, and Jorah is still stuck in the friend zone. Um, I just... You know what? I want to come back to a point later. Uh, Pyat Pri, uh, the warlocks, they will be important for Danny's story going forward. Uh, he's a real fucking creep, but seems so to have some kind of magical abilities or parlor tricks, as uh, Duck Sauce tells her they are. Hey, ain't nothing but uh, parlor tricks, brother. <laughs> it's a parlor trick, brother. They're mirrors. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's all right? Let's talk about the masked woman. Okay, uh, she is named in the books, Quaith. right? Her name is Quaith. Quaith. Yeah. Quaith. Okay. Uh, not Kaith, like Karth. I'm actually not sure now that you say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. The no, whole... I think it is Quaith. I think it's Quaith. She tells Sajora basically like, hey, look out for her. You're her protector. Blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of all we get from her for right now. I don't think there's more we need to go into with her. Like, that's kind of all we have so far. Okay. Yeah. I think we... <laughs> God damn it. I think we could go back to Quaith. Uh, later in the season. I... Does Quaith come back? Is, is yes. there another... There is at least there is one more scene. There, there is at right. least one other scene with her. Um, I want to talk about uh, get out of the fucking east and talk about yeah, King's Landing. 
where Tyrion just continues his dominance. His fucking terror, dude. Um, <laughs> the scene with him and Lancel in the litter is so funny <laughs> because he's it's so tiny. Poor Lancel is like scrunched up in a ball and just having to suffer all of Tyrion's just like bullshit because there's nothing he can do about it. And Tyrion even admits he's like, oh, fine, go away. Even torturing you is boring. Like, I love when he tells him, like, it's like, swear to me on what? And Lance is like, on my life. And Tyrion's like, I don't care about your I don't life. I care about your life. I think the best the best one is when Lancel gets out of the cart. Yes. And yep. he's like, Lancel, tell, or c- cousin, tell Bronn to kill you if anything should happen to me. And he just looks up at Bronn. He's like, uh, please kill me if anything should happen to Tyrion. <laughs> and Bronn, it will be my pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. Oh, uh, it's so good. Is it's so good. So good. Uh, I also got to give a big shout out to uh, Lena Headey uh, this episode. She is so proud of herself when she withholds that information from Tyrion. Oh my God, like, yes. Just the look on her face when she's given that line of, it is the king's royal prerogative to withhold information from his counselors. Like, it's just, she is like just holding back the biggest grin in the world. She is so proud of herself, and I love Dude, it. Dude, it's her tantrum is so like, she just cannot see. It's crazy because I feel like Cersei is incredibly pragmatic as well. I don't feel like this was that big of a tantrum, though. Like, well, like she's just like, ah, let's to, drink to Renly dying. This is so great. Hurrah in for regards us. to to like Marcella being sent to Dorne, mm. okay, she sure. just she cannot accept. Like, look, Cersei, I know that you don't like me, right? I'm not doing this to punish you. Like, literally, Marcella will die. All of us will die. Yeah, it's just that's that's a thing with Cersei of just her children, like. She is so protective of her children. She just yeah. cannot accept someone else taking their fate into out of her hands, basically. I right. do. Speaking of that, a line I have here from Tyrion that's so good. It's where he tells her, Marcella's a sweet, innocent girl, and I don't blame her at all for you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Cersei just has to be like, you're so clever. You think you're so clever. I guess she does kind of throw a tantrum. Yeah, uh, she throws a tantrum. For sure, but uh, she's she's uh, Lena. We don't give Lena Hetty enough praise. No, Maybe yeah, we she, do, she, but she's phenomenal. Portrayal of Cersei. Yeah. She's so so good. I can't I can't picture anybody else doing. Yeah, that. for reals. Uh, anything? Oh, the the pyromancer stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, it, it is what it is. I mean, we 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 see we we mentioned it in the recap. Right. There's not a whole lot more there other than them talking a whole lot of shit. Well, Braun talks mostly about pig shit, uh, which is pretty we funny. We don't deal in pig shit. That dude is so offended. Like he's he is so mad. So, he's so mad at Braun. Uh, I I love the 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 pyromancer dude. His reaction to when Tyrion tells him, "I read an old sailor's proverb: uh, piss on wildfire and your cock burns off." And he's just like he takes it like a fully. He's like, "Oh." 
Well, I can't say I've 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 conducted this experiment, but uh, it may be true. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he goes into a full like long-winded yeah, explanation Tyrion's of like basically cracking a joke, and the dude is treating it like it's dead serious. Yeah, He's like, just, oh, he does right over his. Maybe head. I should try that. That does seem like a good experiment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you can tell this guy definitely uh, gets off to to some wildfire. Oh yeah, he's he he uses that as his lube for a hundred percent. A hundred percent. He likes the burn. Um <laughs> <laughs> yikes. Uh, yikers, that's a big yikers from us. Uh real quick, I, I feel bad for Tyrion when Braun has to tell him, like, uh, hey dude, you're you're the demon monkey, brother. The oh, people yeah. people That's hate right. You. I didn't I didn't actually write this into the recap. Yeah, it's it's a quick scene. Uh you know, people are a not quick happy. <laughs> quick one. Uh with the condition of the city, there is like uh basically famine, very low food, and people are unhappy. And they blame Joffrey, but more than Joffrey, they blame the one they think is pulling his strings, which the could devil be devil monkey. Yeah, the the demon monkey. Which could not be further from the truth. Tyrion is literally doing everything in his power to try and save the city. Uh, but people do not see that way. And I feel bad for him. Because he's he's doing his damnedest. And people just shit on him. Um, but what are you going to do? That's that's being in a position of authority yeah. sometimes. So. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Ugh, um, anyway. I think, Scotty, I, I think, think that's time. everything. I think it's Everywhere time. else. It's time. It's time. Okay. Um, I have a nomination. <laughs> we have, have a nomination. A no- we have a nomination. Holy uh, shit! Scene is so good. Yeah, we we are we are given in this episode the first of many uh, actually uh, scenes between Not enough. Tywin and Arya as uh, Arya being the cup bearer uh, on these war council meetings. And each one is incredible in its own right, but I I do feel like this one is maybe the best one. I'll have to. I'm trying. I'm rem- vaguely remembering some others. It's tough to say before I watch. There's them again. only one other that I think is could contend against this one, yeah, and I I will this... be nominating it. By the way, I just yeah, okay. I know I. Will. <laughs> uh, this one is very good. We are of course talking about the the time in Arya scene at Heron Hall. Um. This was a couple episodes ago. I mentioned there are three things I always think of when I think of season two. One being Tyrion's continued hot streak, which we've seen throughout the episodes. The second one is this: the Arya and Tywin scenes are such a delight every time I rewatch through. Yeah. yeah, it's just like I said. In comparison to what we saw between like Catelyn and Brienne, how amazing is Maisie Williams, dude? Yeah, man, we. Holy we cannot shit. talk about her enough, man. It's she is like here's the thing, and this is going. To, I I may have already said this, but this is a this is something we're gonna say again next season. And I, I know I know yeah. you you know what I'm talking yep. about. Uh, Maisie Williams is continuously part of the equation in these fucking fantastic scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah always. Yeah. She is she's there and she is and she's not just there as like a fly on the wall. Right. She is there in the scene making it as great as it can. That's be. that's what I wanted to focus on because she is sharing a scene with Charles Dance who 
every scene he's been in is just like i am the master here i i'm giving you a class in acting i am the best right and then Maisie williams who was very young comes in and shares a scene with him and she doesn't just hold her own she fucking like you said elevates the scene and matches him beat for beat and they're just their back and forth is it's so, so good, dude. good. It's so, like, just sh- how she can be, like, so kind of, like, charming, but, like, you know, still playing her part of being, like, you know, this, oh, I'm just this, you know, cupbearer. I can't let anybody know who I am. She's just, she's so good. And this this back and forth between them where he, you know, of course, is questioning her of where she's from, and she tries to lie, and he's like, uh, gotcha. And then she comes up with a better lie and it works. And the way just man, I, I watched I watched this scene like two or three times. I had to rewind it and go back because it's so good. It the is. the subtle facial movements and like the way their eyes move in this scene mm-hmm. for the both of them. It's like I, I can't even imagine like I am not an actor myself, but like how how they play that so well is just staggering to me. Yeah, yeah, it they're, is. Um, they're both so good. They, it, it's it's almost like, I mean, this isn't to sound like a little cliche, you know, but like they are just such at the like the the height of their game mm-hmm. that seeing them trade blows like this, mm-hmm. it is just like I mean, it's like. And even and honestly too, we we do uh, credit where it's due. Of course, uh, the way that it is shot as well. Yes, for sure. Um, it's it's framed really well, mm-hmm. and it makes this back and forth like, uh, like they're trading blows mm-hmm. or like a dance, right? It's just yeah. like it flows so fucking good, and it, it every time I watch it, I am just baffled at how young Maisie Williams is yeah. and how she's able to do this. To this degree. That's the staggering part for me. It's, 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 it's so impressive. And Ari is just such a cool character to begin with. And then she's elevated by the performance so much. Uh, I love... Uh, my favorite part is at the end where, you know, he asks her, like... Where she tells him all about the Rob Stark stuff. And, right. you know, she says, like, they say he can't be killed. And he asks her finally, like, do you believe that? And she looks him dead in the eyes... And just goes, no, my lord, anyone can be killed. And just, and just like, stares. And just stares at him. And just and like. He goes, fetch that water. And just Tywin just, Charles Dance just kind of, there's that, subtle, again, that subtle eye movement where he meets her gaze and he knows exactly what she is like implying. And it's it's almost like there's a respect there of like, girl, you have got some guts and I can't help but respect it. Go get me that damn water. And it's just, oh, it's it's, it's so good. So good. <laughs> it's it's just a treat to watch. Honestly, um, I love I think, it so much. I think uh, it's funny because it's moments like this that make me think of um, our friends uh, Sam and Emily. <clears throat> uh, I think I told you one time. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, if you're new to the to the We Don't Want a Podcast because of Game of Thrones, uh, we have some friends, Sam and Emily, on a podcast called Harry Potter and the and the Half Drunk Podcast. Shouts to them! They're great. Shouts to them! They're great. They're they're their show's fantastic. Um, 
anyway, we we've we've traded a couple episodes between between us, and I think it was I think it was Sam that made the comment one time that our favorite thing to do is just say it's so good. <laughs> true, <laughs> big true. Yeah, yeah. We do like to do that, <laughs> and it, it is it's in scenes like this where I'm like. Uh, we should probably I, start getting I a little more creative with can't it. Can't help it. It's can't it's help. just truly so good. It really is truly so good, man. Um, the other stuff that also happens with Arya in this episode is is almost as good though. Uh, yeah, even her scene with Jack and Hagar is great. yeah. Uh, return of Jack and who she saved from the fire, of course. Uh, he's back and he's uh, uh an assassin basically. He's like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna kill three people for you. Name any names you want, and they're dead. I'll kill them. Don't worry about it. Easy yeah. peasy. And Arya's thought process and like her selection is explored much her deeper. <laughs> no, her God damn it. Uh, <laughs> her like reasoning for why she chooses the names that she will come to choose. Obviously, we only see one here, but is more fleshed out in the book. Obviously, because you can have inner dialogue. Uh, right, in a book sure. form much easier than you can have on the show. Uh, but yes, to to the point you alluded to earlier of like she could have, you know, ended the war, done a lot of maybe very important things here. Uh, she does have. Also, she's much younger in the books, too, which that plays into it of she's kind of, you know, she's still she's a little more emotional. And she's a little more emotional and reactional because she is very young. Um. But, uh, yeah, she's like, I don't like that torturer, dude. Uh, you should just kill him. I think for this one specifically, um, the arguments here for in her favor is she's kind of testing Jacket. Like, yeah. is this guy full of shit or right. will, will this actually work? Will he actually kill this person for me? So she says the name, someone I don't like, go kill him. And he does very effectively. Yeah. So now I love how the end of the episode, you can see it on her face, like the wheels are turning with the possibilities now. Um, and she is, of course, uh, the titular ghost of Harrenhal. Um, she is. Uh, she had a just a stellar episode. She's she's making some moves. Oh, yeah. She is making some moves. Uh, Dude, I. I'm just so happy that we are in a point of the series where we're going to get to talk about these Arya Tywin scenes. Yeah. Dude, I could not wait it ma- for this. It makes me so happy. I could not wait for this. Uh, yeah, we'll get a couple more. They're all so good. And here's the, okay, here's the thing. I I, I don't want to make this a big deal, but what I wanted to touch on earlier. Too late. Yeah, too late. Uh... The comparison between Arya and Daenerys. They are both young female characters who have been put in some really shitty, unfortunate situations beyond their power. Right. And I can't help but constantly praise Arya for her willingness and her ability to learn and adapt and grow from people around her she takes things from the people that she meets people who are older people who are wiser people who are good at sword fighting even even enemies right and she 
just grows and changes and adapts and does whatever she needs to do to get by. Yeah, and you know what's that's okay. So I've actually never really thought about it in that light, and I'm glad that you're bringing it up. It's it's important to acknowledge that, and also I'm, I'm I might counter a little bit of your sentiment, but okay. I think this is equally as important. Danny sets her story up like that. She starts growing. She starts adapting. She True. starts learning from the Kalasar. Right. She she really actually puts herself in a position where she right. could go on that trajectory. She had a solid start on it. True. Um and she just cannot get away from throwing t- childlike yeah. tantrums and yeah. Simply just not looking. Uh, I because I know the I know the main thing that you are comparing is Arya's willingness to take in what's being given to mm-hmm. her and like become a better person. Right. And Danny really really struggles to take advice. Right. Uh, she yeah, she does not it. listen to the people that she has even her herself has put in right. place to advise her. Yeah. She she does not take their advice. Um. And I'm not saying she needs to take every advice. Like sure, we talked in right. this episode, Jorah's advice is like pretty self-serving, you know, seemingly. Right. Um, not every Just time, but they're both victims of their circumstances for right. sure, and they both are able to learn from those circumstances. But I still, at the end of the day, I still think Arya, younger, mm-hmm. okay, uh, and literally in the middle of an enemy. Right. I mean, she's a prisoner. She's a prisoner. Yeah. Um, is is even still just so much more adaptable and uh, willing to willing to force herself to grow. Right. I think. And I think you make an excellent point about how Danny started on that trajectory. It's almost like she hit a wall. Like she hit that moment with Drogo and Miri Mazdur, Drogo dying and Miri Mazdur betraying her and her dragons right. being born. And she hit that, and now it's like she thinks she's invincible like i can do no wrong i'm hot shit i birthed these dragons i'm always right now and that is what truly irks me because it's like you're not like yeah look at look at aria i just i shouldn't have even brought this up but it's just like that that's what makes aria such a much more interesting character to me is because Mm -hmm. she is in constant shitty situations like beyond her control but yet she is making the most of them right consistently you know, and constantly you know what's crazy too is like i feel like when when you think of a, a woman in power in this show mm-hmm. who could be in a position of like leadership where whether it's ruling a you know uh, the entire kingdom or you know, one of the seven kingdoms. Um, you, I feel like oftentimes you you probably will picture people like Cersei or mm-hmm. Marjorie, yeah, or later down the road, uh, Elena. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just can't help but look at that and be like, Daenerys could never, right? She she just she could never have the political, uh. What I guess what am I trying to say here, Scott? Like she, she's too rigid. She just, she's, she could she could, doesn't have the finesse, the, right. the political finesse to be able to work with people she to run a country. She reminds me of Stannis sometimes. She's just so like rigid and unbending. Yeah, 
and like my way or the highway about it sometimes and it's just like take a lap take a break yeah, like with both of them it's like take a lap Stannis my dude yeah. just cool it for a bit and yeah. Danny you too just like and and now that yeah. now that she's gotten a taste of power yeah um she just reminds me more and more of Viserys every day <sighs> true big true um I one more thing I wanted to call out here I, I don't know if you have much more but uh no. we should probably get to the Hoobie thrown in um i i i loved her interaction with jack and we touched on this a little bit but uh when she is basically like mad at him for joining the lannisters oh yeah and he calls her out he's like you serve wine for them now how is that any different and why she, is this okay for you but not right okay for me. exactly and she's like well i didn't have a choice and he said to her you had a choice or you did i did and now we are here and it's just yes. like it's, that's that's such a good line because it's like there's always a choice it may not be the choice you want or a choice that will let you live necessarily but listen these are the actions we take and the actions have right. consequences and now here we are I have, and I have, Arya is going to take that and she's going to learn from it because that's what she does yeah 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 <laughs> no that's that's a super good call so, out um, I do have stuff. one last uh, quick thing here you, you actually reminded me w- with the Jack and scene Mm -hmm. uh that scene there where she's fetching the water and then the scene where she looks up and he's you know Mm -hmm. standing on the catwalk um jack in anytime he's on screen he has this like theme music Mm -hmm. this like it's meant to be like the the eastern yeah um and it is so cheesy and i hate it (laughs) what really i hate it it's like it's the most like um like like okay if you're playing a video game and you hear that you're like, oh. oh, I'm next to a chest. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm next to like nearby. Yeah, there's a secret <laughs> nearby, and it's like way to just like make this dude such a fucking like I, uh, mystery. You I know, don't like, think I agree with this. Oh, at I all, hate it, dude. I hate it so much. That's fine. I'll I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, let's move into. We're going a little long here. Let's move into who be thrown in. I always go a little long, if you know what I mean. <sighs> You definitely don't, but I do know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> at the end of last episode, uh, where we last left off, Tyrion had taken our number one spot. Uh, the dude's on fire. He's on fire. Uh, Rob Stark at number two. Renly, I might come off the list. Uh, he was at, uh, what? <laughs> he was at number three. Uh, Davos, my dude, was at number four. And Tywin at number five. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and start us off here by... Taking Renly off the list, uh, sorry, my dude, uh, mm-hmm. RIP. I'm just gonna go ahead and make an executive decision and uh, yeah. bring Arya into the works because she yep. is definitely making the list. You don't have to say it like it's like this is you laying no, down I the law. Listen, I didn't mean it like that, <laughs> but um, uh, Rob, was Rob in this episode? Uh, he was not. Rob can come off. We, we need to make some space anyway. Agreed? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I okay. Um, Davos was made an admiral this episode, so I think he stays. Yeah. I, um, okay. Oh, and I think Stannis comes up. I think Stannis well. has to. Stannis won a big, uh, a lot of men just came to his side. Yeah. So I think he has to come on the list. Okay. 
this is this is where we're gonna have a little bit of debate. I think is the okay. order because I think I think these are our five. I can't think of anybody um, else. I'm looking through the list. Oh, I did want to make. They're gonna hate me. I did want to make a case for my no. boy Sam. No, I will not allow it. Um, Sam is just so chipper and cheerful about everything when he has almost no right to be. Uh, he takes over John's duties so John can uh, live his dream of becoming a ranger. He's so Yeah, I'm tired great. of this already. Stop. <laughs> Sam you. is not on the list. Why do you hate Sam? I don't hate Sam. I love Sam, but he's not in contention here. Okay. If this list, if this week wasn't stacked with strong candidates, I would give you a much harder fight here. But I think the five is probably already selected so i will concede sam even though he deserves it uh i'm just running through anyway you're so ridiculous you're so ridiculous fuck off uh tywin is number one Arya is number one i i honestly think Tyrion stays at one but dude <sighs> yeah yeah i do actually Interesting. Um, I wouldn't be opposed. He has, to he has that. good scenes. His position is still incredibly good, but he uh, didn't have the best scene. Well, be no, fair. but still, that's why we have a list for the best scenes. I know. I know. <sighs> Look, I think that the Tywin's okay. gonna move up. Okay. Okay. I. I have a a strong case for Arya to actually be number one. Not only was she a fucking baller in this episode, but she now has a magical assassin at her beck and call. That is a big win. It is. It is. It is. It is. She also taught Gendry that he needs to stand side face. She's, you know, passing along her knowledge. She's so great. I just, I just think that. Uh, Let's try it on for size and see how it looks. I just, I feel like Arya's two and, and Tyrion's one. Uh-oh. Look, T- Tyrion also just has, I mean, I don't know that this is a factor really, but in my head it is. Tyrion just has such insane momentum right now that this dude is has been on a tear and he hasn't stepped down from that like he's still firing on all cylinders at the same speed he has been true but he's kind of taking some pseudo l's this episode like he gets the whole demon monkey thing he's you know that's upsetting um yeah okay but he he seizes cersei's uh production of true wildfire but also bear in mind that he's now in a really rough position because he was counting on the baratheons keeping each other busy for a while and now he's basically got stannis coming at him full steam ahead no delay so that's bad like the city is not in that is fair good spot um i'm not saying this is Honestly, these things are no faults of Tyrion's, uh, but but they it does are, affect his position. It You're does right. affect his position. Okay, so let's just say for a second I agree with Arya okay. being first. <laughs> okay, let's just let's just assume let's that just for a say, second. 
Um, do we think with the comments you just made, do we think Tyrion at second? Or do you think Stannis? That's what I was going to say. I don't love Stannis, but he made a a big power play for him. A big, uh, you know, momentum swinger for him happened this episode. (sighs) I... My heart says keep tearing it too. My head almost says this Stannis should go above. Well, look, I think if we're, if we are, again, if we decided, hey, this week we're sticking to power ranking, right? Like they're actual, what <laughs> they're doing. Stick to anything. I uh, think Davos is five. I'm just gonna go ahead and put him there yeah, now. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, Davos, yeah. and he did become an admiral this episode. But the others have more going for them. Yes. Uh, it's the placement of these other three that I am torn on. Uh, I just like Tyrion more, <laughs> so I want to keep him above Stannis. Okay, and then where do we put Tywin? See, I I actually think Tywin's after Tyrion and then Stannis at four. I was about to say that, so I'm glad you agree. Okay, okay, okay. Let's okay. do that. Now, can you just figure out how to select Tywin? Because I see I am, you struggling no, with that. No, shut up. That's not happening. The, the, the folks can't see that. Neither can you. So you can fuck off. Okay. <laughs> uh, this feels right. This feels right. Uh, Stannis and his, his Onion Knight can be together, and we sure. can have uh, the Lannisters Give together. Give us the list Yes. from bottom okay. to top. This Got this you. was a tough week, I must say. Last couple weeks have been tough. Okay, bottom to top, we're going we're going backwards this week. Uh, my boy Sir Davos Seaworth, uh, number five, stays in the list two weeks in a row. Stannis Baratheon, big win. He has his brother's armies now. Uh, he is at four. Tywin Lannister, which is an unbelievably good scene, um, at three. Tyrion. He's still going strong. Yes, he's kind of in a worse spot than he was last week, but he is still making moves, going strong at two. And fucking Arya Stark has a magical assassin dude on her side, and she is just about the coolest character on this show currently. Um, God the damn, one she's spot. so good. She's Gods, so I was strong then. Gods, I was strong then. Uh, big shouts to Arya, big shouts to Maisie Williams, big shouts to Charles Dance. Uh, I love all these characters. Well, except Stannis. I shouldn't say that. I don't love all these characters. Yeah, I, love four sucks. Of, I love four of these five characters. <laughs> uh, that is who be thrown it. I think that's it. I think that's our list. Uh, that's a strong list. That's yeah, that a was a, list. that was a tough one. For having one of my favorite scenes in the entire series, uh, having to put Tywin at third does hurt me a little bit, but I think it's the right move. So, Well, I appreciate that. Um, I don't know. Can I call it humility? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I appreciate please, the humility. Please praise my humility. Please. <laughs> please, please, please. Uh, oh, boy. I think that's that's going to do it, Scotty. You got I anything else? I think that'll else? do it. No. That's a, that's a solid episode. Uh, the north uh, and the east, notwithstanding. Why don't uh, <laughs> that's, that's why don't you episode. take us out, man? Why don't you close okay. us out here? Uh, please join the face watches and the YouTubes. And uh, I'm so bad at this. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Join the Discord. We on YouTube, I love that band. Yes, yes. 
I'm pretty sure we have a Discord. Follow us on Twitter and Instagrams. Uh, thank you so much for watching and listening. We do appreciate it. Uh, if you are listeners only, you know, maybe maybe shoot on over to the YouTube and hit the subscribe just just for the heck of it. You know, just if you feel like it. Because uh, most of you still are listening. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, I think, you know, I think it's actually it is actually something like like nine. Like, it's like I mean, ninety five. No, it's like ninety five, ninety six percent. Yeah, yeah. It's something stupid. Crazy. I did all this lovely production for no one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> We're happy to have you listening. We're happy to have you watching. You enjoy the podcast, however you would like. But please tell your friends, tell your grandmas, tell your neighbors. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, Zachy boy, you got anything else? I think uh, I think that's gonna do it, Scotty. Cool, you cool. you nailed that, buddy. Oh, thank you. It was so smooth. Uh, at we don't want a pod. You know what time it is. It's time for us to say goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.